0: and gentlemen, welcome to another Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And we've forgotten about Bernard and Mathilde.
1: Oh. I
0: feel so sad. We're
1: back to Dan and Kay today.
0: <laughs> we'll always be Bernie and Matty. Yes. Yes. Folks, yes, we've returned. And it's an exciting show in store. Oh, yes, because picture the scene. Your life has been made into a Hollywood movie. The question is, who would you cast in the leading roles but not only that what type of movie would it be and if you're feeling very daring what would the title be Ah. Uh, don't worry if you can't think of one
1: you didn't say you didn't brief me with the title yeah, thing well, when you told me about this
0: i'm i'm not even certain i'm just throwing it out there okay
1: well i'll try and think on the hoof that it now out i'm, there, I'm, to I'm the trying people, to think now to the People. What the title could be? Maybe we could come up with a title together when I tell you the storyline, because I have a storyline. Wow, I know. Is it fiction? (laughs) Yes, it's definitely fiction. Is it? Well, it's it's sort of like a it's the story is is us, but dropped into a world which. I suppose in theory it might happen. Look, I I'm am. not going to tell you, am I? This I... sounds epic. Yeah, I know. I've got it all worked out. I'm proud of myself today. I told Bryony this morning and she's like, "All oh, right." right. You know, you. A typical 16-year-old reaction to everything, isn't
0: it? <laughs> That's the way. So this is going to be such a fun talk. Oh, yes. And uh, along the way, we'll discover all sorts of wonderful things. And I want to discover where the keys are.
1: Which ones?
0: The keys for the door.
1: The little ones? Yes. Well, they were in the door. You've I found them. them. I found them. It's, so. it's the ongoing mission in this house to find Dan's keys. Oh, stop it.
0: Look.
1: Because we can, when, whenever he's looking for his car keys, you can guarantee they're not going to be anywhere where you expect them to be. They'll be on the window ledge in the bedroom. They'll be in the office. They'll be hidden in the kitchen drawer.
0: Oh, well, if they're, if they're hidden in the kitchen drawer, then I know where they are. Yeah, but they're
1: never in the same place. You never are. put... They're not.
0: That's not true.
1: Where are they now? Where are they now? They're mine on the floor. Normally,
0: they're in the kitchen drawer. But sometimes, just to try and catch myself out, to keep oh, me quite on often my toes... they're on the stairs.
1: They're on the yes. stairs quite often. Yes. On either of the two stairs they're on.
0: Look... It's the we...
1: same mission when we go searching for your wallet. When can if we go on our for walk, your please?
0: <laughs> Can we go on our walk? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> right, folks, we go. <laughs> Nice border on.
1: That Murray, over that... bear's got a hat on. That... I always worry i look silly wearing a hat when it's like almost May. But oh, it's... you're such a fool. Oh, on, start, start That's not what it's about, it. is
0: it? Whether you want to wear a hat should not be about what month it is.
1: No, it shouldn't. You're absolutely right. It should but... be
0: about how cold is it outside.
1: But you know, the problem is you see...
0: Look at that big pigeon.
1: You see people don't need dressing for the, the what month we're in rather than thinking, oh, it's chilly today. and need to put a hat on.
0: I know, and also um, as well, my favourite, I think we've spoken about this before, is when people put shorts on because it's May or June. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It
0: doesn't matter if they're absolutely frozen.
1: Absolutely. You see, that lady over there is walking a dog. All she's got on is, like, a light sweatshirt yeah. and a pair of jeans. <laughs> and then the other man we just saw walking his dog had on yeah. a hat, a coat. I know. I
0: know. The other thing that you see, first thing in the morning, which we love, is, look...
1: Oh yeah, lady lady yeah. on
0: bicycle. Yeah, but you know what she's got on her back.
1: It's some sort of instrument. It's not. What was that?
0: It it's a Lollipop lady. Oh,
1: it's the lollipop yeah. lady. It's That's really right. Funny. It looks like she's carrying like a guitar or something yeah. on her back. Yeah. It's actually the lollipop yeah. lady for the children's I'm, crossing at school. I'm 46 years old and there. I've
0: only realised that people who I've thought my whole life were sort of cool
1: Carry musicians guitars on their back. It's actually the <laughs> yeah. lollipop lady, or Sp- man, of course.
0: Speaking of cool musicians, I happen to see. Oh, I think she's called Marjorie virtually certain she's called Marjorie and she was on Jimmy Fallon, that American talk show. Oh yeah, show. loves
1: Jimmy Fallon.
0: He is very cool. He was on... She's a,
1: yeah, he loves BTS, so I think that's right. why she loves him.
0: Well, he was a... I didn't realise that he was a regular member of the cast on Saturday Night Live, which is of course the place where uh, Will Ferrell started oh, and right. Chevy Chase and I think even Dan Aykroyd, and I
1: right. think, I'm not
0: completely certain, but in like a who's who of famous American comedians started on Saturday Night Live. Anyway, Jimmy Fallon was on there. He then gets the talk show thing. Anyway, I just happened to see. I think it's because I'm in the process of giving my brother lots of drum lessons. And so yeah. I've been looking at videos where I'm looking at like drumming videos to try and find good stuff to send to him. Mm. And this meant that I then got a suggestion of this video and it's this lady, she looks, well put it this way, she'd been playing drums for 58 years. Gosh. So this, this lady maybe is in her 60s, probably mid 60s looking at her.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, she looks like a really sort of lovely granny. Right. Anyway, she comes on Jimmy Fallon and can you hear we the seagulls? We don't live by the sea. Can you
1: see the, hear the seagulls, everyone? We yeah. don't live by the sea at all. No. We're about 30 miles from the sea. Yes. But we regularly have seagulls near us. Yes. We think they just come out for the day or something.
0: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, because we go to the seaside for the day, and they come here for the day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she goes to Jimmy Fallon, and she's having a drum-off with the drummer on Jimmy Fallon. Right. And I think you'll know who it is. He's called Questlove.
1: No, I don't.
0: Oh, you've heard of him. Because you Have said, I? yeah, you said I, can't, love. I can't remember where we saw that name? it. Like my, I can't remember where we saw it, but you said, is that really that man's name? Yeah, it
1: does sound like an made
0: up name. Anyway, she gets on the drums. Is she amazing? Now you, you know how picky I am with yeah, drummers. Yeah, yeah. This woman was amazing. <laughs> like mind-blowing That's cool. good. I, I should show it to you actually, because yeah, I mean it's just great. It's a very exciting time for us at the moment actually. We're renowned long-term listeners of the show may know that we every Christmas have something called the Baker Bears Advent Calendar. Yeah. Where we put out videos every day for the month and we've become quite famous for that and it's a wonderful thing and we just love it. We do. I've got to say that the work that we've been doing the last couple of months has felt similar. It has, that's uh, true, it has. We're not about to put out (laughs) (laughs) back-to-back Advent (laughs) calendars.
1: Goodness, no. No. (laughs) It wouldn't be special, would it? It
0: it wouldn't be special. But what we are about to do over the next two months, just starting in May and then running into June, is put out some just... It's You know, from my point of view, I I find myself in a very very lucky position because I sort of get to watch a lot of it as I'm editing it. And I'm so like excited and enthused, and I've, I've been so entertained by it myself, because we've obviously been in the process of filming a great lace sock knitting tutorial series, yeah. which starts on the 5th of May. Yep. But then the other idea that you had, which is just amazing, was it's like a sock knitting test thingy.
1: Yeah, I... I just for a while I've wanted and I've had this question posed to me a few times but personally I've just wanted to know how long it actually takes me to knit a sock Um, and this can vary obviously because Dan's socks are huge and they take me longer but generally I was thinking of a sort of standard sock for me or Bryony you know how long that takes me and I I just thought it would be a good thing to know in terms of um, me planning for when I'm creating new sock designs because if I know how long it's going to take me to knit the sock samples that just really helps with my daily planning um, so I thought well let's time myself so I've set off on this quest to time myself on how long it takes me to knit a sort of average sock and I'm doing it in a way that's actually prompted lots of thoughts in my head yeah. and um, has really been a way of sort of assessing how I work in general. And it's just been, it's, it's really been transformative. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it really has. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too many details because it'll be coming out within the...
0: It starts on the 10th of May and then yeah. it runs. It's a four part series, it runs through May and into June.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, basically, it's the way that I've decided to tackle this task. Is the thing that's just made me just sort of reassess my entire approach to how I I work generally through the day.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just been
1: brilliant, honestly. It's just been brilliant, and I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, in the series.
0: It really surprised me because you know in the first instance you sort of look at it and you sort of think well how long does it take to knit a pair of socks well that's a fairly straightforward and a simple process to resolve but actually from the very first episode it becomes so much more than how long does it take to knit a pair of socks yeah. like you've just alluded to it sort of led to a reflection on Morning. So many different things with regards to how you approach your day and it just goes to show you know that the simplest of tasks can lead to some of the most reflective and transformative yeah, experiences absolutely. I think when you take something like that it's a very pure process and so it gives you the opportunity to really yeah. um, reflect a lot on how yeah. you approach and I, stuff. I
1: just I didn't think it would be as useful an exercise as it's proving to be.
0: No. Um,
1: It it really is brilliant. I'm still in the middle of of doing it and it's just been brilliant.
0: And then, of course, that then leads us into the Stitchy U. Yes. Which we're also, I mean, you're part way through.
1: And partway through filming that,
0: yep. Partway through filming that, but there's an awful lot more content in that um, than, than the other two series. Yes,
1: there is.
0: And that also has been really interesting and fun for us to do, because we're approaching the filming of that in a slightly different way.
1: Yeah.
0: And anyway, it's just been amazing fun to sort of film, and I'm so excited about seeing how much people enjoy them. I certainly hope people I enjoy hope so. them. Oh
1: Gosh, I hope so.
0: <laughs> That's enough. Waffle, because I'm desperate to find out about your movie.
1: Right. Where do you want me to start? I don't know. So, I've figured out the genre and the sort of storyline, and then I've got my two actors. So, I mean, what do you want me to... Do you want me to just say the whole thing, or...? Uh,
0: well, maybe you should say the genre, the storyline, then unveil the actors. Right, And okay. then perhaps we, we might be able out to a come, name. come down on a title.
1: Right, so my genre, this was tricky, because I asked Bryony about this and she straight away said a particular genre, and I said, you know what, that would have been my sort of gut reaction as well, yeah. but I haven't gone with that.
0: Yeah.
1: I've gone with a genre that is probably, generally I think oh, we love this type of a film. Yeah. And I always have done. And that is a disaster movie. Right, goodness. Yes, I know. Oh, I love Ugh. a disaster film. Can't beat it. So yes, yes I've gone with a disaster movie, yeah. and it's based around, it's sort of like a planety, a whole planet disaster. Right. And the story is that the world's tectonic plates Yes. are basically coming apart. Right. And Ooh. we've got to figure out a way of stopping that Right. from happening. Yes. Because if the tectonic plates came apart, I think basically the oceans would, I don't quite know what would happen actually, right. but the, obviously earthquakes and yeah. all sorts of awful things would happen. Yeah. So that's the sort of basis of it.
0: Yeah. So then the next... Well, do
1: you want me to tell you like the two people in it and what they do? Or...
0: Well, yeah, Well, tell us everything you know.
1: But you, you, do, you don't want me to tell you the actors at the moment?
0: Uh, no, no. maybe tell us uh, the characters. and.
1: Okay. Yeah. So obviously there's a male and a female and that's you and me. Yeah. But we're not playing... Well, I suppose we're playing different characters. Right. We're not in our life now. Cool. The, we, we're, we're like in this world of the world falling apart and the tectonic plates disappearing yeah so my character is an archaeologist and she's an archaeologist who kind of specializes in not the tectonic plates as such but just has an interest i guess yeah she's an archaeologist but with an interest Yeah, yeah in the earth in yeah. general and how it's yeah. constructed and all of that kind of stuff and she's written papers on it and she lectures on it her base, basic sort of background is that she's an archaeologist
0: right
1: so think kind of female indiana jones maybe right something along those lines yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and then the male lead yes works for whichever government it is. I I don't know which country this will be set in. But he's head of the environmental agency. Right. So that's where the connection is. You know, obviously this starts happening and he's head of the environmental agency. So he's contacted and he needs to find a way of resolving this problem. And he's like, look, who, who would be a good person to go to to get help? And this lady's name pops up. To, do you need to tell us now what you no, want to say? No, no, because
0: so? you haven't told us. Uh...
1: You want to tell me who the actors are? When I was thinking of the actors, I was trying to think of people who, I don't know, either their, their own personal background bears some resemblance to ours. Yeah. Or the way that they act, you know, reminds me of, of us in some way. Yeah. So, for you... I've chosen Patrick Wilson. Oh, cool. Patrick Wilson, if you don't know him, um, gosh, what's Patrick Wilson been in that people uh, might know him Fargo
0: from? season oh, two. Oh yeah, he was in Fargo. He was also in the latest disaster movie called Moonfall. Oh,
1: of course. I honestly didn't think of that. That's not what I was thinking about no, no. when I thought no. of the person that well, had just, I, been, in, just that in been in a disaster film. I'm not aware that he's ever been in a disaster
0: movie before.
1: No, no. The reason I chose him, there's a few reasons, but the reason I chose him is he's tall and handsome. Yes. Like you.
0: That's right, kind.
1: He's very musical. He's an amazing yes, yes, singer. He is. He's, if you didn't know that, he's an amazing singer.
0: I think he can do instruments too with right. his brothers.
1: Yeah, so he's very musical. He's yeah. intelligent. So it's all these things just, it is very kind of, he's got a sort of sophistication about him, I think. Right. And all of those things just reminded me of of you, I guess. That's cool. So the person for me. Yes. Actress I've chosen for me. Yes. Is a lady actually who I've not really seen around very much in recent years. Right. Um, But it's Heather Graham. And I chose Heather Graham, Dan's laughing, I chose Heather Graham because she's the right sort of age and likewise um, Patrick Wilson is the right sort of age. Yeah. They're both a couple of years older than we are, but you know, it's close enough.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I've seen Heather Graham in a lot of things and I really like the way that she acts. Yeah. When I looked up her sort of Wikipedia page, it turns out she's got... Irish roots on oh, wow. one side of her family amazing. and so have I that's amazing she was raised Catholic but she's non-practicing same like as me you. so there's lots of similarities and I do I've got a vague memory of Dan saying one time he thought I looked a little bit like her
0: but that's maybe cool. I'm
1: getting that wrong I that's, don't cool. Know. that's cool that's um, cool I love
0: it I love it I disagree oh, with him on
1: that point we I need we say. need a
0: great uh, title I'll have to think as we go but tectonic plates are shifting oh oh, oh it's tricky it's yeah. tricky Oh, so, yeah, no, needs...
1: Patrick Wilson, Heather Graham. I can see it. Can't you this think? is a good film. I know. I think you you see... try and sell it to like Warner Brothers Yes, or yes.
0: <laughs> see, I think what, what this shows is I mean, funnily enough, oh, it's funny. I think people are creative in different ways. I really do. I don't know. But, you know, I've always said that you're way more creative than I am. Depends
1: in what way, really. Yeah, I think
0: you're right. I think it it is. You know, people are creative in their own special ways. And I think, you know, half the battle of being a human being is finding out what your sort of specialism area is. Because I bet there's a lot of people out there who maybe think like I think. Mm. And it's only through what we do now. If we didn't do what we do now, I wouldn't think that I was creative at all. You're very creative. Well, it's only because of what we yeah, do now. But... That, so we've been lucky enough to find the thing which empowers my creativity, and yeah. also it just so happens that it also empowers your creativity. I mean, it's your creativity that drove the whole thing. <laughs> if you'd not created the bakery bears, then we wouldn't be here. True. It, it's as I mean, it really is as simple as that, that and is then it's true. all it's all sort of flown from there. But you know, I always said all along. I've said this before on the show that, you know, all the years that we were you know, struggling doing other things, I always said, we just need to find your thing. And you then, did
1: say that, yeah, yeah, you did.
0: So maybe, I mean, somehow I've always been perceptive enough to see that there was this sort of creative thing inside you that yeah. just needed the opportunity to, to come out. Mine's rubbish compared to yours.
1: I don't think it will be.
0: Well, I came to the conclusion that, I mean, oh, it feels uh, slightly self-in... Oh, I don't know. Look, I just... I feel like the sort of journey that we went on from being diagnosed with cancer to where we are now...
1: Uh-huh.
0: It sort of felt... It felt film-like to me. Uh, yeah. Because I think the... the and y- you sort of went into the storyline a little bit. Well, the storyline... This is, this is a true story. Oh
1: right, yours is a true story. <laughs> See, I've misinterpreted what no, you wanted me to do. I,
0: I, I came to the conclusion that, that, that there was a story in that because it's fair to say that prior to being diagnosed, I certainly thought we were doing the right things with regards to you know, the right way to get on in life. <laughs> and I think most people are told that the right way to get on in life is you know, you, you go out somewhere, and you go off somewhere and do something that, you know, is your career. Yeah. That then, you know, gets you money and enables you to buy a nice house. and yeah. And go on holidays. Yeah. And we're taught, I think, from a very young age that we're supposed to get on a treadmill. Well, we are taught. Yes. We are taught because yes. that treadmill means that we... now. We also pay tax. I'm not saying that we don't pay tax. Of course, we do. Pay a
1: lot of tax. We do, we
0: do. But I think what I'm saying is you're taught to get on the treadmill, aren't you? Mm -hmm. And to keep striving to move forward because that drives the machine. Mm -hmm. You know, the machine, which is sort of Western democracy and and, Mm -hmm. and the world. Mm -hmm. And you can still drive the machine. But you don't have to do it in the way which people perceive Mm, that you mm, do it. So anyway, mm. so my movie would start with someone, me, (laughs) you know, looking very, suppose this person looks happy, but actually isn't. So you can see that there's like an inner.
1: So you weren't happy? (laughs) No,
0: well I wasn't, was I? Driving off.
1: Oh yeah, that's fair enough.
0: Yeah. Like but, but we were happy. Well, well yes, of course okay. we were.
1: So this couple in your film are actually happy as a couple? It, it is our story. OK.
0: So oh, well, that, in, that, in that case, they were. OK, carry
1: on.
0: So you've got two people who are, you know, desperately in love with each other, who Aww. want to spend all, you know, want to spend time together and want to work together. And whilst we were working together, we weren't, because I was miles away mm. talking to you. So this person... It comes in, you know, and maybe opening scenes, you know, like zipping off here and there, you know, having supposed high-powered meetings. Yeah. That actually not as much money was coming from those as perhaps you would have hoped. No. <laughs> you know, you may be thinking the movie's going to be one thing, then ends up in a, in a doctor's. Yes is prescribed it's prescribed is uh, diagnosed with having cancer and then yeah. it all sort of changes yes and then the sort of the, the main bulk of the movie is you know getting through the the, the sort of the, the, the battle with cancer and then in the process of that realizing along the way on what is actually the priorities yeah. of, of life yeah. so realizing that it's all about you know being with the people you love and family and and all about you know shared experiences and really working together not working together in name but not actually in in actuality yeah what happens is through the course of the film you know the, the the lead character beats cancer but also the the big sort of win the big surprise of the film is they also discover what true happiness is. Ah. So at the end...
1: I want to watch this film. So it's a real feel-good film.
0: It's a real feel-good... Oh, I
1: love a feel-good film. Well,
0: it, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because it starts off and then it goes, it goes dark because you yeah, get the whole cancer yeah. thing. But then...
1: But then nobody dies at the end, Nobody hopefully. dies,
0: nobody dies, and, and through too it... too
1: much of that in films at yes, the moment. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So, so nobody dies, and you know, through the course of it, you learn a lesson which you weren't expecting to learn. I cast you and me and I also cast my mum and, and, oh my,
1: gosh, did you really?
0: and my dad as well, oh um, right, okay. because I thought that they were quite big characters in the story.
1: Right.
0: I'll give you the casting for my mum and my yeah. dad first. Yeah. So my mum, I thought perfect casting for my mum would be uh, Jennifer Saunders, <laughs> who's most recently been in hilarious. Death on the Nile. I thought Jennifer Saunders is perfect casting, she's yes. absolutely fabulous.
1: She's in AdFab, yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) So my mum is Jennifer Saunders. My dad is Tom Conti.
1: Oh gosh, yeah, brilliant. That's Miranda's mum. Is that that the right person? Dad, Miranda's dad. Oh, mum. Miranda's dad in the comedy series, yes.
0: Yeah, I thought, again, I thought that was perfect casting. Yeah, that is
1: perfect, actually, yeah. And
0: he'd he'd be like bang on the right age. Yes. If you just gave him a big moustache. A big,
1: massive, southwest country moustache.
0: And and what you'd have to do is, you'd have to make his jokes slightly less funny.
1: Yes. (laughs) And he'd have to be a bit more grumpy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But grumpy in a lovable way.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: So then, for me, I thought that the, the perfect actor to play me would be Will Ferrell.
1: Oh, do you know, Bryony said that to me. Bryony said, oh, you know who Dad would have to be? in my film it would have to be Will Ferrell and I went I said yeah you're right but he's not very like macho and fanciable is he no which I'm sorry but that would have to be a qualification for you
0: well so uh, but carry on that's if you I mean I suppose Ryan Reynolds then
1: I can't picture him well, no, have, have the person you think. It's your oh, movie. Yeah,
0: I am going with Will Ferrell. It's your movie. I am going with Will Ferrell. But if you were sort of thinking of someone who's um, slightly more handsome and is also a similar type of character to, to Will Ferrell. But uh, I think we've just watched Will Ferrell in The Shrink Next Door. Oh,
1: I did. He was brilliant.
0: And I think what he showed in that, in that series is that he can play drama really oh, absolutely.
1: well absolutely he was absolutely brilliant he should get an Oscar for it
0: but this isn't they both should see I, I wouldn't this film wouldn't be a drama it would be a comedy drama yes I think that that's really key yeah
1: yeah
0: but you know like you said like, like feel good and then uh, for you
1: uh-huh.
0: I cast Heather Graham
1: oh you're joking I'm not joking that's unbelievable that's the
0: reason why I smiled just when we walking, I cannot
1: believe it
0: walking into the park
1: people are not going to believe that we didn't collaborate on this we, we did not absolutely collaborate. did not I literally just stopped walking then because I couldn't believe it you're kidding <laughs> no no how, but how funny because if I'd gone with what Brian he said mine would also have been Will Ferrell and yeah Heather I Graham. don't think
0: Will Ferrell could be in the no. film that you described no no I think which is that why that I didn't go for him w- and be. he
1: just I love him I, I, he's one of my favourite actors Will Ferrell but it's, I'm sorry, it's just not rugged and handsome enough.
0: No, no.
1: For, for what I had in mind.
0: No. What, I th- what you've successfully done is, because you don't think that your life is remotely interesting. No. or, And so you've done something really clever with this, and that is you've created...
1: A much more interesting person than me.
0: <laughs> but you see, you're so wrong. But that's what makes you so great because, you know, there's nothing worse, is is there, than someone who's really interesting and really cool and really creative, who knows they are, and goes around. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, you don't want to be
0: one of them. (laughs) Ramming it down your throat the whole time. Reflecting on this work was so sort of fun, because, and, you know, thinking of titles is is so hard. I mean, it's so hard for yours, but I mean, I feel like over that sort of period, over that process, I feel like I just sort of have woken up Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like I was in some sort of like, not like a dream, but like, it wasn't just reality, it was like the whole process, it was like, you know, a heavy dose of reality, like anyone would would agree. Going through an experience like that is a heavy dose of reality, but actually, I think, (laughs) I think it's fair to say that we currently live in a world where I think people could do with a heavy dose of reality sometimes. Yeah. Because we do seem to be in this position where people are so unbelievably precious about things. Yeah. And, you know, when you look back at how hard times have been, not for us, but, you know, for for, for the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, just go back to when our parents were were kids. Absolutely. World War II. And, you know, there's, there's so many sort of truly challenging yeah, you know yeah. things that and you know sometimes i don't know quite what it is i don't know if it's i don't know if it's social media or what it is but we just all seem to be a little bit too precious about everything and what about happens
1: things that don't necessarily yes, really matter yes. in the grand scheme of things yeah. and
0: what happens is when you're what we've said before it's like perspective you know when you go through something truly that is challenging, like yeah, you know, trying yeah, to yeah. get through cancer. That gives you the perspective to be able to look at the things which, perhaps previously, you would have thought were important, and go, "That wasn't important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was I thinking?" <laughs> so yeah, I can't think of a great title other than something like "Wake Up."
1: <laughs> oh, "Wake Up."
0: Yes, that's not very good.
1: Not very good. would We need to think something better than
0: that. Will Ferrell and Heather Grey. and she's yes. also starring in. <laughs> when the tectonic plate shifted
1: oh gosh no 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 it's marvelous i love disaster movie names that are like you know that grab you and i don't know
0: like volcano
1: oh yeah that was a great one volcano i love that
0: what was the one i love them
1: all dante's peak oh Oh, yeah yeah
0: yeah. it's yet to be sort of seen well
1: day after tomorrow fabulous
0: and why is it called that again
1: um because I think it the whole changing of the world was it was going to take like two days or something, right? So it's what happens the day after tomorrow, right? I think that was the right premise of why it's called, yeah. That, yeah, really. I mean,
0: that that does sort of make sense to yeah. me now. I think now, whilst we're talking about sort of famous people, imagine, right? so your film's been made and it's been highly successful and it's been so successful they've given you a talk show, okay? All right. So you have your own talk show.
1: Yes.
0: And you can invite on three people. Yeah. Who if, from any period of time.
1: Oh right, okay. Dead so, or alive. Yeah, dead then. or alive. Okay.
0: So you can invite three people. Who would your three guests be on your talk show?
1: Well, I'd invite Will Ferrell to talk about his new film yes, yes, that he just made yes.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. He'd be a great, um, I mean, he would be a great guest, actually.
1: He would be a great guest, yeah. yeah. Gosh, who would I invite on my talk show? Right, well, I mean, there's certain people that spring to mind.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and the first, yeah, I mean, I'd have to have this person, because I just loved him so much, and that would be Christopher Reeve. Oh, yes. I'd have to have Christopher yeah. Reeve on. I absolutely, Pre, pre-accident as well. Pre-accident, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I wouldn't mind, really, if No, it but
0: it, it would be post-accident, cool, wouldn't it? But, but it would be cool to be able to sort of show him in his...
1: In his prime. In his
0: absolute prime.
1: Cause oh, my goodness, what a... Such a lovely, lovely man.
0: Uh, yeah, um, I think he was a super interesting guy, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And just, just iconic in terms of me growing up and you know, just I don't know, just this he's Superman, isn't he? And don't even go there with anybody else that's played Superman because it's just not, it's just not right. (laughs) But yeah, I would definitely want Christopher Reed because I just think he was an amazing man Yeah. that created something at such a time in my life that was really, you know, I'll always remember it and you know even when I watch Superman now you just get those same feelings don't you yeah. and you played it in such an amazing way you know
0: Yeah.
1: it's brilliant, brilliant, love him
0: yeah I mean what, what he had which you, you, you rarely see actually is you know that's someone who's got a real sort of twinkle in their eye and, yeah. and a very sort of special smile and uh, there's, there's what he managed to portray really well was and this is so clever the difference between Clark Kent and Superman, you know, one person who is really, you know, very shy and has not yeah, got a lot going yeah, on, yeah. to suddenly, in, in literally the click of his fingers, yeah. when he takes off his glasses.
1: And stands up straight. <laughs> yes, suddenly. Straight away you're like, oh my but, word. But
0: you know, you can see in everything he does that suddenly this is a completely different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, but Henry Cavill does not have no, that. No, no. He's not a good enough actor.
1: No. There hasn't been anybody that can hold, a, 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 you know, there's not a patch on him in terms of the way he played it.
0: But I, I, honestly, I do think Dean Kane was better than Henry Cavill.
1: I do think Dean Cain, I used to watch Dean Kane in the series, and yeah, I did used to like him. It,
0: it was believable, at least. It was
1: believable. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: So your first guest is Christopher Reeve. Yes. Yes. Who is your second guest?
1: Well, my second guest, I mean i kind of want to say i kind of want to say the queen however oh, yeah she'd be great but well she, would she because she doesn't really talk about things yeah she never gives her opinion on anything yeah which i think is brilliant
0: it is brilliant
1: But i'm not sure that it would make she would make a really good talk show
0: no, it'd be more.
1: Um, you'd be doing it more for you,
0: for, you, for you. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just more about meeting her and being in the same space
0: But that's cool, though. I mean, you could. Her. It would be quite a coup getting the queen onto a talk show. Well, it would, whether she you know. said nothing.
1: <laughs> whether she said nothing or not, yes. I know. I mean, she's. Really not in great health. I don't think. Can you imagine the the Queen
0: being introduced on Graham Norton? I know.
1: (laughs) It'd be epic. Your Majesty.
0: (laughs) It'd be so epic.
1: Well, it would be epic, but no, I mean.
0: So you're not going with the Queen? I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't go with the Queen. No. So I guess my first other thought would be JFK.
0: Oh yeah, cool.
1: Because well, does it need an explanation as to why?
0: Not really. No. I mean, yeah. You know, we we talk regularly about how it's very difficult to not go and read one of his speeches or really...
1: Yeah, and they're so relevant. They they just remain relevant. They're just relevant relevant for the
0: Western world.
1: Absolutely, you know, even though it was, what, however many decades ago that he said it.
0: What was so clever about him was he was so widely travelled and he'd experienced so much. He was speaking through in many many cases he was speaking through experience yeah just so
1: i think he was such um, an approachable he he felt like anyway and obviously i don't know but he always appeared to be such an approachable president whereas his predecessors i think weren't let's say no um and i I don't think you could have spoken to them on the same level to be fair
0: you could you could Say that about all politicians. Yeah. All all politicians across the world tend to be of a particular type. Yeah. And he was definitely not that type. No. And you know, that's what made him uh, so unbelievably special. He'd be a great guest.
1: He would be a great guest, yeah.
0: So you have one more.
1: I've got one more. Yes. It's difficult because you have a few people in your head. Yes. well, you you start because I need some more time to think about who I choose. Well, I can't quite decide on the we'll third Maybe we'll just go person. with two because
0: we're we dramatically uh, oh, we're running we're short of back time home. now. Let's just
1: go with two then because I can't decide on the third.
0: Yeah, so I think it's a tricky one for me, but I think my first guest would probably have to be Jack Black.
1: Ah, oh, you love him.
0: I do, I do. You know, for for, for he'd
1: be m- hilarious.
0: For for many reasons, I, you know, I've always, I famously, when we were on holiday in Italy, in Rome, yeah. I famously dreamt one night that I was walking through the <laughs> Roman Forum, having a very deep and intellectual conversation with Jack, Jack Black. Like, yeah. So yet yeah, my first guest would be Jack Black, just because I think he's a very interesting person and. I think he's a good actor, and I think he's very funny. Very
1: funny.
0: We went to see School of Rock, and that was very sort yeah. of. Yeah. And but lots of his films we've really enjoyed. But Jack Black, I think, would really be fun. And then second guest. Ooh, it's tricky, but I think it would be fun to interview Julius Caesar.
1: Gosh, yes.
0: That would be very well, that cool. That would be fun. Because, you know, talk about... Oh, I've just
1: thought of the third person. Oh,
0: well, go on then. You can have a third person.
1: That's just made me think of who it definitely would be, and it would be Tutankhamun. Well. Because, really, you'd just want to know about him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, because then... You... Oh, wow, hello. That's a very chirpy bird. It's a robin. Ah. Hello, hello, robin. Um, because then you could see his physical self, yeah. and know whether all of these things you've seen about him having disabilities and yeah. he spoke funny and all of this business—you'd know whether it was true. Yeah. You could find out what his character was like, and yeah. that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would—it would definitely be amazing. And I think if I was going to be pushed for a third guest, ooh.
1: who was he second?
0: My second was Julius Caesar. Oh, sorry,
1: yes. My first, I was,
0: my first was Will Ferrell. Yes. And my third... It's a good
1: line up, this. Will Ferrell, Julius Caesar.
0: And my third guest... It's a tricky one, but I think I would have to go with Mick Aston.
1: Oh, tiny. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Because I think that he would be the most interesting he out would, of all my would. guests. He would, He would be tremendous yeah. to talk to you. and you know you could have such deep would have conversations oh, with him and him. yeah he was a really really yeah. amazing man. Yeah. We've made it back.
1: We have.
0: Ladies and gentlemen what a wonderful walk it's been marvellous. Chilly I'm but very lovely. glad I had my hat
1: on. I know my hands are freezing which is fine. I know. Very happy.
0: I'm to totally I know it's great. Very to be cold. Zero complaints from us folks let yeah. me tell you. So yes That's the end of another radio show, but the next radio show we're very excited about because we're going to be talking about, are we witnessing the death of the bookshop? Yes. It's such an interesting topic because, you know, it's such a dilemma, I think, when you can just drop onto Amazon and buy it for four pounds cheaper.
1: Yeah, or download it on your Kindle.
0: Well, uh, I really believe that there should be a code in the back of the books.
1: Yeah, well, we need to save this, don't we, we? will. We'll
0: yeah. save this for, for then. But it's a really interesting topic because, mm. you know, we have... We do go out of our way to try and support... We
1: absolutely do.
0: ...bookshops. And, you know, we'll talk about some of the best ones that we've been in over mm. the years and mm. our favourite one now. Um, but, yeah, it's a really interesting topic. And I know that it really hits a lot of people's... Because mm. a lot of people out there who really do dislike mm. Amazon. And I, I totally respect them mm, for that. Absolutely. I really do. So, that's all coming next time. So, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Thanks, everyone. I hope you had a nice walk.
0: Yes, and we'll see you soon with more. See you
1: soon.
0: Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.